This episode is sponsored by the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. If your goal is to level up your jazz playing this year and feel confident improvising over jazz standards, the Inner Circle has everything you need and more. With monthly jazz standard studies, a library of powerful courses, and a vibrant community of like-minded musicians, you're guaranteed to improve your playing every single month. Podcast listeners can get 50% off their first month when you go to ljsinnercircle.com. That's ljsinnercircle.com or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. Today we're talking about the classic minor jazz standard, softly as in a morning sunrise. We'll take a look at the chords to figure out the most efficient way to learn it, as well as some harmonic secrets within the tune that will help us improvise over it. Let's do this thing. What's up, Brent here from Learn Jazz Standards. So musicians just like you learn how to play jazz all while shortening the learning curve, no matter what instrument you play. Welcome to another quick win episode of the podcast. By the way, there's also a video version of this podcast over on learnjazzstandards.com. If you want to check it out there, follow along with the color-coded chords analysis I'll be talking with today. But if you're listening to the audio version, not a problem. You'll totally be able to follow along with us just fine. So Softly in a Morning Sunrise is a classic jam session jazz standard. It's a minor jazz standard and a really important one to know. So if you're not familiar with it, here's what it sounds like. two A sections of Softly is in a Morning Sunrise. Now, the melody is really important to learn, and I would highly recommend doing it by ear. Now, if you have no idea how to learn a melody by ear that's completely brand new to you, never done it before, then I recommend using my LIST process for learning jazz standards. That stands for listen, internalize, sing, and transfer. And I have a completely free guide that will help you learn how to do that called Learn Jazz Standards the Smart Way. So you can find that in the description as well as the show notes. But moving on and taking a look at this chords analysis, our very first chord is C minor seven. And we also know that that is the key of the tune because we have three flats in the key signature, which means that we are in the key of C minor. So the very first chord is C minor. We know we're in the key of C minor. Now let's take a look at the first four bars. So we have C minor followed by a D minor seven flat five, G seven flat nine, to a C minor seven. So D minor seven flat nine, G seven to C minor seven. Now this is what we call a minor two, five, one. Okay, now the two, five, one, most important chord progression in all of jazz, really get used to seeing these both in major and minor keys. And always when I'm looking at a minor key, I'm looking to see is the two chord a half diminished chord, meaning a minor seven flat five. So in our case, a D minor seven flat five, right? And that way I automatically know that we're dealing with a two, five, one in a minor key. Now, oftentimes in minor keys, you'll see an altered extension, like a G7, in this case, we have a G7 flat nine, but in jazz, it's also important to know that we can do a lot of different things to these chords. We could do a flat 13 chord, right? We could do a sharp nine chord, right? Uh, we could do technically a sharp 11 chord as well, but really any altered extension that resolves back to your one chord, right? So to start off the tune, all we really have is a one, C minor seven, two, five, one, 
And then bar four, two, five, one. Okay? And we're going to go back and talk about some alternate changes that we can play over this in one second. But continuing on through the rest of this A section, we once again have a D minor seven, a two, five, one. And then we have something called a tritone substitution, A flat seven to G seven, which is a five chord going back to our one chord for our second A section. Okay, so tritone substitution. Let's talk about what this A flat seven chord is. Okay, so tritone substitution is where you're substituting a chord with a dominant seventh chord, a tritone interval away. So in this particular case, it's a tritone sub of two. So remember, what is the two chord in C minor seven? We discussed that it's D minor seven flat five. So now all we really need to know is what is a tritone interval away? Well, you can think of it as a flat five or a sharp four away. So a tritone away from D is A flat. Okay, so hence tritone substitution. So we're taking a dominant seventh chord, in this case, A flat seven, a tritone away from our two chord, right? And it works really nicely because we have an A flat seven tritone sub resolves a half step down to our G7, our dominant seven five chord that resolves to our one chord. So we do this a lot actually in, you know, in blues, right? We have this. Because it really works. Right? It really works to outline that, that A flat seven. really makes a bluesy sound. So a tritone sub of two is a really great technique that you can learn in blues, okay? But let's go ahead and really quickly talk about this first A section right here because you'll see above the first two bars that I have some alternate changes, right? Because we have our basic one, two, five, one, and that's actually pretty simple as long as you understand what those chord progressions are. It's really just one, two, five, one, one, two, five, one. We just have the tritone sub at the end to turn us around back to the second A section, right? So fairly simple, but what can happen a lot when we're comping or improvising over a tune like Softly's and Morning Sunrise is it can all start to sound very monotonous and the same. So it can be helpful to have some substitutions. So let's go ahead and go over this first substitution that we can do. And it's very simple. So what we can do is go one, then six, which is E flat major seven, to two, five, right? So one, six, two, five, right? So one, six, two, that's one substitution we could do, but if you really want to dig into the blues, another substitution we can do for the one, two, five is one flat seven. Okay, it's B flat seven. So C minor seven, flat seven, then the tritone sub of two that we talked about to the G seven. And you hear this all the time in blues shuffle stuff like, right? So. this all the time. So that's one flat seven tritone sub of two, five to one. 
right? So those are some different options that you can play to kind of keep this song fresh and interesting. Now, by the way, totally goes without saying, one of the best ways to memorize this tune and of course not get lost in the sea of one, two, fives is to really know that melody well. And if you're able to associate that with each chord, right, that was two, five to one. So associating the melody with chords is a really important thing to do. Have playing in the back of your head while you're improvising or comping or whatever you happen to play on your instrument. Now, looking forward at the second A section, because this is indeed an A-A-B-A form, we can see that we have a repeat of really the same as the first A with a little difference at the end. So we have one, two, five, one, two, five, one, two, five, one. Now, the difference though is whenever I'm analyzing chords, I always need to know what chord comes before and what chord comes after, right? So if I'm looking at the next bar here, which is F minor seven, B flat seven to E flat major seven in the bridge, I wanna know what the heck does this F minor seven and B flat seven have to do with anything? Well, it's a two, five of three, which is the E flat major seventh chord, which we'll talk about in a second. So two, five, one. Basically, we're making a turnaround to go into the bridge. Now, before we go any further into the song, I just wanted to let you know that we actually do have a very full study of Softly's in a Morning Sunrise within our LJS Inner Circle membership, which is where we study new jazz standards every single month, including Softly's in a Morning Sunrise. We do chords analysis, a training video, improv exercises. We have a composed etude from our in-house composer to help you start soloing over it and a really awesome community of other musicians doing it as well. So go ahead and check that out. I'll leave a link in the description down below or in the show notes. Okay, so now we move into the bridge and I've actually color-coded this red uh, red being the relative major. Now, it's important to understand what relative keys are. And what relative keys are is when they share the same key signature, in this case, three flats, right? We know that they're relative keys. Basically, they have the same notes in their scale. They're just starting and ending on a different place of the scale. So, for example, if we are in the key of C minor, E flat would be the three chord, which is the relative major. If we are in the key of E flat major, C minor would be the six chord, but it's the relative minor, right? In this case, we're in a minor key. So now we're moving to the relative major, which is E flat major. Now, E flat major hangs out for two bars, right? And by the way, the part of the melody is... That's the melody that we're dealing with. So E flat major seven for two bars. Then we go to this E diminished seventh. We call this the flat two diminished. And it's a diminished substitution for the five of two. Okay, we'll talk about that in one second. But the important thing, again, when we're looking at chords is what chord comes from before. It's E flat. Then we go to E diminished. And the next chord is F minor seven. So if you look at the root bass notes, we have E flat, E to F. So we call this a passing diminished chord, right? E flat major seven, E diminished seven to F minor seven. Now looking ahead, we also have a G flat diminished chord after that F minor seven, resolving to a G seven chord. It's the dominant three chord basically is what it's acting as, okay? So in other words, the whole bridge is chromatic 
moving bass notes. However, there's a few different ways to understand these diminished seventh chords, right? Because as we know, diminished seventh chords are kind of tricky to improvise over. And by the way, I would recommend when you're trying to improvise with diminished seventh chords is really focus on the arpeggios and a better way to think about them than scales is approaching them with whole steps and half steps, the chord tones. So, so that's a really great way to think about improvising using the chord tones of diminished chords approaching them with half steps and whole steps instead of thinking about playing them as a scale. But really when we actually look at an E diminished seventh, it's actually very similar, if not the same, as the five chord of F minor seven, which is C seven. So C seven is the five of F minor seven, right? So E flat diminished seven is like playing a C seven flat nine. So if you want, you could actually think of this as E flat major seven to C seven, F minor seven to D seven, which is the five of G seven. So the G flat diminished seven is really the same as a D seven flat nine. So that could really help with your improvisation. Think about it as a five chord or, right? That was like a D7 altered to your G7, right? So thinking about them as five chords is another way to go about it if you don't want to play the diminished seventh chords, right? But these are just some strategies to think about when you're learning the tune and understanding harmonically how they work together. Now, of course, we end the bridge with a two, five, to C minor seven. So D minor seven flat five, G seven back to C minor seven. And again, the beauty of an AABA song form is that once you learn one A and you learn the variation at the end of the second A, you now know 75% of the tune because the last A is pretty much the exact same as the first A. We have a one, two, five, one, two, five, one, two, five, one, and then that tritone sub to turn us back around to the top so we can start improvising. All right, so that's all for this quick win episode of the podcast. Hope that you found this analysis helpful today and that you can take something away with you. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and make sure you leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts if that's where you're listening at, and we'll see you in the next episode. Cheers. Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. I look forward to hearing your question and answering it on a future podcast episode. Learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask or find the link in today's show notes.